0: Hey, this is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things Podcast. Thank you for coming back for another week. The first thing I'm going to start off with talking about is wash your hands. So I... Like much of the nation, or folks who listen to this show at least, didn't realize how nasty people are. And so I just want to, number one, shout out the very basic skill that we learn as children, and somehow some of us don't absorb this, is to wash your hands. The fact that in a memo related to an organization that I work with, I had to put, with soap in the draft of it, as though people are just running their hands under the water really quickly if they do that. Um, And cold water at that, give it a little heat. So if you are out there and you're like, do I wash my hands? Uh, First of all, ew, if if you have to question that. And second of all, anytime you use the restroom uh, there's a whole variety of things that you, uh, and opportunities where you can be washing your hands. I don't care if it's the middle of the night and I'm a person that gets up to go to the bathroom at least twice in the middle of the night, perhaps an overshare who cares. Um, but I wash my hands each time cause I don't want to bring pissy hands back into the bed. Anyway, I'm not going to capitalize on that too much, but y'all be safe out there with COVID-19 coronavirus, um, Uh, The Rona, as I've heard some people say, however you want to capitalize on it. Um, Please be careful out there. Be safe. Be smart. Um, If you have an opportunity and are blessed and fortunate to do things like work from home or work remotely, do that. You don't get any extra points for showing up. Um, I had to have that conversation with someone early and I was like, we don't get paid or no one gets compensated extra for showing up and willingly walking into risk when you have a choice not to. So if you're in that space, great. If not, keep working hard. And at some point you will find yourself in a space to be able to work from home without much fanfare. And it'll just be hopefully a smoother than not transition. So that was the first thing. Quick thing number two, I know that I've talked about this on this show before, but I can't remember exactly when. So I'm going to bring it up again because it came up with a coaching, uh, in a coaching situation that I have. And the person that I was talking with was like, I don't feel like I should have to manage up. So on the inside, I was like, "Uh, (laughs) Oh, the youths. And then I realized that there was almost a smugness that came, like my supervisor should know what I'm supposed to do. I shouldn't have to teach them. And really, I think that that, was in that situation, and if you feel like if you have that sentiment for yourself, I think you're missing an opportunity there's an opportunity to shine there's an opportunity to look really smart and bright and and I'm not saying you have to be like smug and superior about it, but when you are teaching someone who is at a different level than you, I think it says something about your ability to convey communication. Um, I was watching Gray's Anatomy the other night because I'm still one of those people who's watched all what eighty five seasons. And they, I think Dr. Weber says, like, watch one, do one, teach one. And I think when you have the ability or can hone the ability to teach people how to do something or at least give them a sample into your world of how you do it, how you've made a decision, I think you really learn if you know your material and your stuff. and And maybe it's the the place where I've been in a position where I have skill sets that don't match with what my supervisor skill sets are. And I've always think, I don't need you to know how to do my job for a few reasons. And here are a few of them. One, I don't need you all in my business trying to tell me how you would do it and how you did do it. Number two, I need to be able to handle things that are probably maybe above your head in terms of like what you know or what you have the capacity for because that's my job that's what I am supposed to be doing and low-key I like being like the subject matter expert for my stuff so in the human resources world like there are things that I know or have access to that my colleagues don't know and they're not really checking for anyway so what a great opportunity to be able to get out there and like subtly strut my stuff because I know what I'm talking about. And I think there are ways that we can do it uh, so that it doesn't seem oppressive to our supervisors because sometimes supervisors are sensitive. And if you're some, you've are some, you been in the role of a supervisor, maybe at times you've been sensitive. I know that I have. And there are ways to engage that is really a level of managing up. And some of that is like if I don't feel like I'm getting my needs met from my supervisor or manager, there are some, some key phrases that I use Um with And this is all supervisors and managers that I've had, so nobody is exempt from this. They may not know that I'm managing up, um, but sometimes it's in, the, it's in the way that I ask the question. If I'm getting some feedback that doesn't align with what we talked about, I might say, there, might be, there must be something that I'm missing. From what I thought I heard in our previous conversation was one, two, and three. Maybe you can shed a little bit of light on me. I'm telling you, I'm managing up and saying, your communication down may be trash, and so this is what we talked about cuz I have the receipts right here. I'm not going to show you a screenshot of it. But what I'm going to do is refer back to the last conversation that we had and ask you if something has changed, please let me know. Another thing that I've used, if I feel like there's a level of like micromanaging that happens, one method that I've used to manage up is to, you know, just acknowledge I'm not sure if we are on the same page because it feels like maybe there's a lack of either trust or reliability that you're having with me. And so I want to spend a little bit of time unpacking that so that we can both go about our work um, individually and then wait to see what happens. Because usually, not always, but usually people will be more keen to be like, oh, I, maybe they'll internally recognize I'm bothering this person by all these questions. Um, I think there's also a relational or relationship piece to managing up because if the supervisor doesn't know and doesn't trust that you're doing work because you're not communicating, you're so siloed in your area that you haven't given them any information about what you're doing and it only pops up when something is wrong, I think that's an opportunity where you could manage up and fill them in just enough so that they know that you've got it. Some managers need to hear, like, I got it. I will follow up with you in X, Y, and Z. And then as the employee, my job is then to follow up. Um, Another way if you are, so say you're sending emails to your supervisor and you don't get responses or input or anything like that. Maybe you can ask, like spend some time and ask for individual time. If it's once a week, every other week, whatever the case may be. To make time and space to nurture the relationship, but also to get those questions that you have maybe in an email, get them responded to in person, because it's hard to be like, uh, you can maybe say, you know, I emailed about this up to you last week, perhaps you've you've been inundated with emails. So I just wanted to take a few moments to bring this up in person since we're meeting and we can go ahead and resolve this and get this off of both of our schedules and one less email for you to respond to. How about that? Um, I've started to label, like, in the subject line of emails, like, read me now, read me later. Um, I'm also a person that, uh, like, I'm, I've am i been in tune with enough supervisors to know kind of when they're, like, to be able to read their energy, for lack of a better term. And I, I pay attention to how people respond, verbals, nonverbals, etc. And there's some supervisors I had, I know that if I flex my schedule every now and again to be online in the evening, because that's what works for me, I may take a four hour break from like, four to eight or three to seven, whatever the case may be. And then I hop back on to get a number of things done because I know on Thursday nights or at least a few nights a week, my supervisor is on later in the evening and I can get some individual kind of back and forth email exchanges. That doesn't work for everybody. And by no means am I suggesting that you alter completely your work hours, your work schedule to be able to accommodate another person. However, I have found that when I have done that on occasion and I don't make it a regular thing that it has served me well because I'm getting undivided attention because they're they're seeing my messages come up real time as opposed to it getting buried in the 43 other messages that are there. Um, One thing that I've also had uh, in terms of managing up, difficulty getting feedback. I talked about feedback a number of episodes ago, but I don't know if it's like a black woman thing, is uh, I use my voice until people can be a little bit concerned, like worried about giving me feedback, whatever, Um, that's part of your job, but that's neither here nor there. When I feel like I'm not getting feedback, one of the ways that I manage up I invite the conversation during one of those scheduled meetings and I say, do you have any, I asked, do you have any feedback for me? Oftentimes it's no, it's not because I'm the bomb malicious, but cause I am, but it's sometimes like maybe you're not doing anything wrong enough. So then what I've started to do is say, thank you for like the kudos, because it's usually like, uh, like all the things that you're doing. Right. And then I will bring up, okay, great. Thank you. These are some of the things that I want to work on, or this is something that you may not be aware of that I want to enhance that skill on. So this is the one, two, three thing that I'm going to do to work on that or to enhance that relationship because we've got to be, there's a self-awareness and a self-reflection that comes with also managing up. And it also lets your supervisor know that you're paying attention to yourself. You're not just going robotically about the job to do what's in your job description and on paper, but you're actually being thoughtful about how you're engaging with people, your own areas of growth and development. Um, And low key, I found that when I've done that for myself, I'm like, I'm not going to shit on myself by any means. But I found that when I've been like, Thoughtful about my own feedback for myself. My supervisor has been like high key, like super generous, and I'm a good employee, so I'm not tripping about that. But they've been like generous with their feedback, and I'm like, okay, well, I know it looks outwardly like it it went super well, but I was stressed with a capital S during the whole thing. But glad I hid that well. Um, but I think if we are so caught up in the like, my supervisor has to know everything and I shouldn't have to teach them anything. I think there's a a huge miss that you have there. Um, Because there are some things that we are teaching supervisors that are not specific to the role. I have to teach my supervisor um, by the way that I give feedback, that this is a way that you can give feedback. Or I have to teach them like, you don't talk to me any kind of way. You don't text me at 730 in the morning without a greeting. I've seen, I'm sure I've talked about that before, but when you text me that early, number one, uh, I'm up, I'm an early bird, so I'm probably up. Number two, greet me, hello, good morning, something or other before you roll into the text, because I will smooth respond and be like, good morning, or hello, and then I won't give you anything else for at least 30 minutes, because I have to teach you that you're going to greet me, you're going to greet me in an email, don't send an email just with the question, because I'm going to send you back a hello, and then I'm going to wait. And when I tell you that has worked, that my supervisor currently, my previous supervisor, um, before that person left the organization that I'm in now, I was like, good morning. You, what you're going to do is greet me because I'm a human being. I'm not just a robot. So those things of managing up. And I have seen it play out where they have, you know, then taken some time to like connect with people before they start to go into something. Because I'm like, we're humans. I'm not just here to do your work. I'm here to influence. I'm here to, so that other black women and other black folks can see that there's potential for them to be in a role of leadership and authority and influence. I am not just here to run payroll. I'm not just here to get the benefits right. I mean, I'm going to do both of those things because so I know how to do them and they're part of my role. But if you don't come with a greeting, like you're going to get a lesson back real quick. Um, But I also think it's a time for us to see what we do and what we don't want in a supervisor or how maybe it informs how we operate as supervisors. There's so many things I think we have an opportunity to do, but like to fold your hands and be like, I don't think that I need to manage up. That's not my job. Well, I'm sorry to tell you that is your job unless you want to live in a road of frustration, because what you're asking for is to be frustrated because you're not telling somebody, showing them and demonstrating for them how to treat you. I wish I worked in a place where everybody that worked with knew how to treat me and how to engage with me. But everybody ain't don't know how to do that. And so I can choose to bang my head up against the wall and be frustrated that I'm not demonstrating for people how to treat me, either how I treat myself or how I allow them to treat me. Um. So yeah, so that is what I have for this week. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on managing up the times where it's worked, where it hasn't worked. If you have any questions on, you run into this type of situation and you don't know how to, how do you manage up for that? Um, And I will say it takes being brave and strong on some occasions. I think it certainly takes the level of being clear and being kind in your words. And it's also being consistent. When I tell you I give feedback, and it's not like harsh feedback by any means, but if somebody asks my opinion or asks for feedback, and even if they don't, if it's impacting me and I have a say in it, I'm likely going to bring it up because I don't want to work in a place where I'm constantly frustrated because that is no fun. And that's not what I'm there for, for us to continually stay the same. We should be growing in all aspects of our humanness, not just our employeeness, um, or supervisor ness, if that if that's even a word. So feel free to slide into my DMs. You can find me on Instagram under Two Quick Things. Um, if you are listening, you already know where to find the podcast. But if you want to share it, you can find it on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. There's another one that I always forget. And that's fine, um, because I'm going to forget it the next time as well. Um, One would think I would write this down. And I have it written down somewhere, but here we are. Um, Thank you for listening. If you have any thoughts, slide in my DMs. If not, I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.